Hello and welcome back to Garden State of Mind, episode 46. I am one of your hosts, John. With me here I have Jeff. Jeff, how are you? Great, Johnny Cage. What's happening? Oh, welcome back. Um, the, listen, welcome back to our new listeners. Uh, so we, we, We've seen a bunch of them coming through, so I'm, I'm glad to see that. Happy to have uh, more people consuming this golden material mm. that you and I are putting out there on a weekly basis now. How excited are you about that? I'm very excited. I'd like to shout out to my friend Carlos from uh, nice. Villanova and uh, certainly Bernie, Big Mike, my best friends, college friends, man, freshman year. These are still my very my dear friends. Yeah, I'll give a shout out to uh, uh, at least one one new listener that I know of, Patrick, right now. He's got his own podcast. Uh, we might start some cross promotion one of these days, um, but our genres are completely different. So, um, well, this this week we got to do some more Sopranos talk. I think yes. we should probably we should probably just quickly touch on maybe the Phillies um, and their their recent uh, demise, I guess you could say. And and I also want to talk about uh, uh, Twitter quickly. Okay, how's that sound? Sure. The, did you happen to uh, notice the other day I went after uh, Aton? Do you know Aton Shander? Oh, kind of, yes. Yeah, I did, <laughs> I did notice that. Now you mention it. Yeah, I feel like I didn't capitalize on it the way I should have. Um, he caught me off guard because I tweeted. He tweeted out some question. What the hell was it? It was uh, what it what time? It was like, what time makes sense for cutting off breakfast foods or something like that? (laughs) And I think I tweeted at you or I mentioned you. I added you and said, uh, you know, burning Philly sports questions. Because he's a sports sports radio host and this is the stuff that he's cranking out there. And he was – he – the – this is where I stepped in shit is because he he works overnight. <laughs> so I tweeted I responded to him late. Meanwhile, he's like just getting into his overnight gig on the radio. Oh yeah. And he tweeted right back and he he copied I guess the description of our podcast because I have it on you know on the Twitter profile. And it's like two Jersey D bags <laughs> Discussing debates like Springsteen versus Eddie and the Cruz, like some stupid shit that I think I made up like two years ago when we first started talking about this. I need to rewrite that. And yeah, well. So he threw it back in my face. Yeah, I was a yeah. newbie at that time. And he threw it back in my face. And I was like, do I want to get into it with this guy right now or not? Because I was really just trying to make fun of his awful tweet. And mission yeah. accomplished. We got we got some likes on that tweet, but sometimes you got to take the L and just move on. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to, I, I don't want to do any damage. I'd rather come at him when I have a little firepower. Yeah, and and then maybe some people notice and they're like, oh, what's this about? And I'll and I'll update our Twitter profile. Yeah, I don't know if our our loft is so, our our perch is so lofty that we can, uh, you know, take such barbs. No, not uh, yet. Hand them out. Yeah, not yet. You're right about that, but he's a he's a joke. I you know I'd listened to that guy for years, not purposefully, just because like he would be a fill in on shows that I would listen to in the past, and 
Uh, he's he's terrible. Aton's the yeah. worst. Uh, oh yeah, that's he. God, what channel is he on now? I don't even know. He used to oh, be on. Care. Yeah, who who gives a shit? He's got like some internet show <laughs> overnight. Oh. I I think he might work with uh with um. Oh god damn it, Harry Mays. Do you know Harry Mays? No. Oh, all right. So he used to be a 97.5 Fanatic guy. So they're on 97.3 ESPN from 12 to 2. Oh, and, then he does, and then he does 1 to 6 a.m. on SB Nation Radio. Okay. So free advertisement for Aton. You know, I love breakfast, by the way. I kind of eat it, like, all the time. <laughs> Are we really going to talk about this? Well, I mean, now that we're on the subject, I'm on a pretty – I'm on a uh, – not a strict diet. I'm on a, uh, on a – kind of a diet where it's a lot of you know i'm eating a lot of eggs a lot of bacon a lot of pork did you roll. cut did you cut out your carbs kind of in a way i'm doing the, the the fasting thing which is actually fucking great like where you you only eat from like noon to eight um and i swear it's just like i i could barely exercise you know it's it's too hot to walk the dogs unless i walk them at like four in the morning no wait why um, can you barely exercise I'm just saying I just don't. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> you my, mean my, you're the one that's preventing yourself from exercising. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. If I was, if I was exercising, like I've, I've, I've lost like 20 pounds. Like if I was exercising, I'm guessing it would be you know, at least 15 more. Now, is this because those, those um, Facebook uh, trolls called you fat? Is that, is that <laughs> why you're trying right. to lose all this weight? It, 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 you know, I mean maybe subconsciously. Uh, you know, I have started buying Rogaine. Oh and, my god! Uh, really got in your head. I feel so bad now. I should have stepped in sooner for you. I tried to rescue you from them. Right? Yeah, I need it. You're saving your internet. Fat saving. shamers, man. <laughs> nah, I've been. It's been a while. I don't know. All right. I'm like, so you know, I'll never, so, I'll never forget. Um, I've been listening to Carol's podcast since the beginning, so it's like ten years now. And so I want to say early on, probably about nine or ten years ago, he had Kevin Nealon on. And I always, you know, Kevin Nealon actually is really, really funny. He was such a disaster at the Weekend Update that I was like, how's this guy on TV? But he is really funny. But I remember him talking about at that point, he was probably older than we are now. He was probably in his mid-50s. And he was just talking about day-to-day stuff. And he said to uh, Kroll at one point, he's like, you know, I still think I'm going to get my shit together. Like, I'm I'm still expecting myself to have a six-pack abs at some point. And I'm like, what? (laughs) <laughs> it was such a it was such an interesting comment because I had that same thought. I'm like, yeah, someday I'll have. I've never had a six pack in my. I never had a six pack when I was in shape. So, the, you know, the fact that I feel like this is still on my horizon, you know, I'm only getting worse. I'm not getting better. Right. Uh, but you know, at a certain point, I'm just gonna like, all right, enough is enough. I mean, how fucking, how out of shape do you want to be? Well, I understand. I mean, that's the only reason why I go to the gym a couple of days a week. I'm never going to have a six-pack. I haven't had one since I was probably 18 or, or 19. It was before I really started consuming a lot of beer. Ever since I started drinking, you know, a decent amount of alcohol um, in a week's time, I haven't had a six-pack or, or anything close to it since then. But I sure. at least want – I'm trying to stay alive as long as I can. That's what yeah. it is. Like, yeah. we're in our we're in our mid-40s and we're – you know, on the on the back end of that now, approaching fifty, you get, now we got to start to watch it. You don't you don't want you don't want your dick to stop working because your heart's too slow pumping blood. You know what I mean? 
I know exactly what you mean. This is it. You know, this is the stuff we got to worry about now. Hair and 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 dick functioning. <laughs> right. I got to keep my hair, man. What? You know, someday I might. You know, I still might have to get laid somewhere by some, <laughs> right. with what someone if, new. What if Melinda left you? Jesus, you would be yeah. fucked. Oh my god, you'd be so dead. You'd be at well, the gym like seven, eight days a week. Well, I keep, I keep pondering out loud. You know, with with Chloe going to Alabama, I'm like, what if I go to Alabama and I meet my soulmate? And no one kind of, <laughs> no, no one's amused by as, as amused by this as I am. No, you that, you don't get a few chuckles. Hayden doesn't like that. I don't know. Like you know, like one of Chloe Sorati's sisters could be my new wife someday. Oh my god, that would really <laughs> be her worst nightmare. She'd probably throw up everywhere just thinking about that. Hey, come on, Na- Nancy Sinatra still loves her dad. Right. Yeah, I guess, but you, know? you don't want to be that guy. I guess not. But what what I, if I can't help it, Johnny? The heart wants what the heart wants. I don't let know what's me, going let to me just say the day that you send me that text that you're leaving Melinda <laughs> for one of Chloe's roommates or sweetmates <laughs> at college, I'll mark that on the calendar as day one of Jeff's demise. <laughs> the the beginning of the end Johnny, uh, of you. I, Johnny, I met my soulmate at the Corvette dealer. <laughs> she loves Perfect. convertibles too. Perfect timing. Go get that um, convertible Corvette so the hair can start flying off your head into the atmosphere as you're cruising <laughs> down the highway. Uh, listen, I, you know, I, you never know. I'll lean into it. Whatever happens. <laughs> so, so lean again. Lean, lean away. Uh, uh, just tell me what's going on. And I'll tell you whether to lean in or lean lean back. <laughs> okay. Yeah, if if one of her uh, if one of her classmates starts hitting on you, I would say avoid. <laughs> if what are you talking about, Johnny? Yes. You see me? Come on. I I have. I, I'm just going off with the opinion of those <laughs> Facebook uh, trolls. You know, <laughs> I only see you see you physically a couple times a year. I'm not sure what's going on in between. True. True. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so the so did you have any more about uh? About your 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 body image, or are we get there. <laughs> I'm, re- I'm ready to move on. Oh, okay. How how are you liking your Phillies? Your Philadelphia Phillies right now? Oh my god, um, it's atrocious. I've, I you know I've I methodically built up my off season gambling balance. You know I I I don't bet a lot of money even in season. I'm you know, obviously football season. What I'm talking about. So, yeah. you know, off season, I'll throw 20 bucks on the Phillies or 20 bucks on an over or 10 bucks. Like, it's not really breaking the bank. Like, like the Raptors uh, in game six, uh, the Raptors were getting points. You know, I bet like $90 on the Raptors. Like, that's you right. know, a big bet. Um, but, I, you know, in that vein, I built up my balance, like with the NBA playoffs and all this kind of stuff. To a nice to a balance where I got to the point where like, all right, I could cash this one out and still keep some money in there and keep it rolling. And instead, I bet on and against the Phillies for the last four days and my balance is gone. The whole thing. <laughs> That's awful. I'm sorry to hear that. I mean yeah. my laughter doesn't doesn't uh, express that, but I'm really sorry. <laughs> I mean, it, it goes from, you know, it's a tough, it's a tough four days when you were like, all right, I'm going to withdraw this to it's all gone. <laughs> it's all gone. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, they're, they're not they're not going to lose last night, are they? Yeah. Aaron Nola gem. Aaron Nola pitches a gem, and they still lose. Roman the... Quinn scores the lone run. Yeah, come batting on. from the batting from the ninth position. <sighs> Matt, uh, Kapler's making that that lineup dance. God, people hate yeah. Kapler. <laughs> they, they do, man. Him. Including Cataldi. Oh Jesus! I, I, Cataldi hates them. Yeah. Listen, I don't know. I mean, they hit the the no hitting is really obviously it's um, on a night when you're watching like highlights of Chase Utley was such a clutch hit, clutch hitter, beautiful swing. He was um, had a lot of big moments and why this team isn't hitting. I get it. They all press. It's a baseball season. That's the whole point of the long baseball season. Your ups and downs and it's a marathon. Um, and there's you know, there is a ton of injuries. There's not a lot to do with this bullpen. Um, but this is, yeah, this is getting to beyond that. I don't know. It's a little it's, scary. It's not good. And I, I guess, I don't know. You usually maybe expect these slumps to, to hit a little bit later in the season. They, they, I, I don't know, but I, I guess you've seen teams over the years. You have that slump that kind of starts in, I don't know. How long has this been going on for now? <laughs> is it oh, been wow. since May or, or would you say earlier this month? Yeah. I don't know. It feels like about four weeks almost yeah. four weeks yeah so cutting into like the end of may late uh, memorial day is times up till now it's been a tough it's been a tough one to watch and you know even just when i saw the headline that um there could be no phillies represented in the all-star game that's that's terrible like bryce harper's been an all-star six out of his seven seasons yeah. but not this one not this one where he's with the phillies no sir it's so funny i was in cleveland a couple weeks ago and I was driving by the stadium and they had these banners, you know, on the on the the light poles and Harper was on one of them. And yeah, it's like it's a foregone conclusion he's going to be in the All-Star game. But uh <laughs> right. Yeah, of course. Not this year. <laughs> it was a given. You're talking about next season, right? <laughs> yeah, Cleveland's going to get the rare double All-Star game hosting. <laughs> it's it's like Haley's comet that happens. It's <laughs> the same frequency. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, this is yeah. Listen, it's a tough time of year for all of us. Well, the good news is we have Harper to like twenty thirty, so plenty more All Star opportunities between now and then. I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not worried about him. I'm not worried about even this part or his his contract or any of that stuff. Um, well, no. I, What's the point? It's over with now. I'm I'm starting to think about next season. Yeah, yeah I don't think. I don't even know if this this season we can't you can't give up on this season yet. Not yet. There's, there's still only a game out of the wild card. It's just when, yeah, it's tough when you're when you're up to, you're in two games in front in first place to now, I think three and a half out now. I think after last night, I think three and a half. Yeah. So but, yeah, it's been tough. It's been tough yes. being a Philly sports fan over the last month or so. There's not much else, and I'm not quite sure what the Sixers did um, this week in the draft yeah it feels like yeah something's on the horizon but i don't know. i mean i'm gonna i assume that butler's coming back um it looks like harris wants to come back eh, i don't care whether he does or not but I, i'm not i'm fine with that team i like the idea of the sixers as like it's an old school process like first it was the revolutionary process now it's old school they get they get in the playoffs they win a series then get their ass kicked um, then they, the next year, 
they win a series and go to game seven, lose on a heartbreaking shot by the eventual champs. I like what should be the progression of this team. And it looks like Embiid's in the gym. And yeah, the dude needs to start working out harder. And I think, uh, I think the heartbreak of that ending for him is really going to be great for him. I think so. Um, the, the only thing I will say is, I, you know, I give him this next season. Like if I, if you don't see you know some more that that ability to maybe play a little bit more tougher body, you know if I'm not seeing that um, next year, then I I don't know. It's not that I'm completely out on him. I'm just I don't have that same hope and faith in him anymore, the way I used to. I think that I do think that the this playoffs must it had to wake him up. You know he has to see that he's just got it. He's he needs to build yeah. up his body a little he bit need, better. He, he's, make better decisions. Yeah, he needs. He needs that Jerry Rice, Walter Payton offseason. Like, you know, that that's going to be – that has to be his new day-to-day. No but more can, fucking... can, can you just develop that, though? Well, that's – hopefully the point is that the pain was so great with that loss that he realized, okay, guess what? If I was in better shape and I played more and I had better stamina, we win this series, you know, in five games, not losing seven. Yeah. And I shouldn't be out drinking or eating fucking burritos in the middle of the night or whatever he's doing to fuck up his stomach. Right, no more Shirley Temples. That's stupid. Yeah, Shirley Temples. Yeah, I think that's obvious. And I still love the guy. So I think he... I love him too. He's he's great. And and he is an amazing athlete, amazing basketball player. But that's the kind of stuff that just kills your team. They need him. They need Embiid on the floor. Well, uh, you know... There's not many Jerry Rices, really. You know, I, I can't even yeah. think of other people that we know of their legendary workouts. I mean, him and Walter Payton are the first people I think of. I don't know. Uh, doesn't Brady know. have a good workout routine? Oh, there you go. Yeah, Brady, I guess, would be the modern equivalent of... I'm not sure about his na- actual workout routine, but at least in terms of what's going in his body, you know. like yeah, it, I, the, the legend is he hasn't, like, he hasn't had a tomato or tomato product for 20 years. What's that all about? What's the uh, reason? Some, something about the acid or I don't know. I, I I don't know. But I mean, I can't. I can't do such a thing. No ketchup. Yeah, Sunday gravy. Come on. Yeah. Well, right. What am I saying? See, <laughs> see, that's the difference between you and me. I jumped to ketchup. You jumped to the Sunday gravy. <laughs> I'll be eating ketchup and noodles and you're eating uh, pasta and, and gravy. That's the problem. You're like a schmuck. Well, I'm only like oh, one no, tenth Sicilian. A schnook. <laughs> I'm only one tenth Sicilian, you know. I don't have that same Italian blood racing yeah, through my veins like you. It's coursing. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, yeah. You're right. It's very rare. Very rare to find that that um, that mentality. People that can be that religious about what they're putting into their body, how often they're working out. I do love Embiid still. I'm with you. I'm not out on him. I just feel like if I don't see that change, if we don't see that change next year, then maybe it's just never going to happen. Or it'll happen when he uh, he's on another team, linked up with LeBron or something. <laughs> and let's hope, you know, let's hope that Simmons is, is shooting jumpers somewhere right now. And, uh, you know, uh, Zaire Smith, I I hope he's a pro. I don't, you know, I don't know why he was shut down by the end that, I mean, I don't know why you throw don't throw him in a couple games. I don't. So Not I don't sure. know what we have there. The guy was a was a lottery pick or a top ten pick, right? So I don't know. I mean, who knows? It could be way better than we think. Maybe. 
<laughs> it could be, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it was a weird draft for them. Um, not hearing many good things. The one thing I am hearing about Jimmy Butler is that him and James Harden have been talking a lot, and he's from Houston. So yeah. there's that possibility of, of Jimmy Butler disappearing on us. That would that would blow. That would be rough, I think. Oh my God. If he went to Houston, then okay, then good for you. I mean, I, I don't know why anyone would want to go there. Well, yeah, I don't know. Well, he's, he's from he's standing there. around and watch Harden, you know, just shoot every shot, and there's no concept of anything there. Well, if he's got Jimmy Butler there, though, I don't know. I don't know if he would do that. Maybe Harden changes his game up a little bit. Harden's one of those guys where um, I was really pissed, like. Back when I was watching basketball a little bit more, when he was on OKC, you know, you had him, Durant, Westbrook, and I was like, fuck, man, why didn't he just stick around a little bit longer? They traded him. They they traded him? Yeah. Oh, so he wasn't a free agent. No, that was OKC did that. Why did OKC trade James Harden back then? I don't remember, but it is. I think mo- I think it's viewed as one of the worst trades, or just uh, you know, breaking up the nucleus for the sake of it. Oh God! So st- oh, it was because they were unable to work out an extension with him. Yeah, because he was six man of the year that that season before they uh, they traded him. I always felt I was like, my God, if they just had James Harden around for one more season, I felt like they were winning a finals. And, you know, he hasn't won shit in Houston. Uh, I don't know. They're, they're usually in for a couple rounds, and then they get bounced out. So, you know, I, 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 it goes back to, I think, that's that special type of breed where every pro athlete has always been the man. And at a certain point, you have to be able to say, I don't need to be the man. I can just kind of not hang back, but I don't, you know. But they're, they're, none of them want to do it, or at least when they were rookies or younger – they were they were able to do it, but now Westbrook and Harden are like the worst guys in the league for this shit. Everyone just stands around and watches them, and I they're know. never they're never going to win. They're never going to win by themselves. They're not. It's not going to happen. They can't even get to the no, finals. These fucking guys can't even get to the finals. And we're talking about when Westbrook when Westbrook you know now it's like a uh, you know he hates Embiid or it's like a big Embiid thing. Like they get really you know. Uh, almost come looks like they're about to, to fist fight you know when Westbrook is like waving to Embiid off the court when like you know the Thunder win the last minute I'm always like get the f- dude fucking wait who are you waving to you've done nothing you get a bunch <laughs> of triple doubles no one gives a fucking shit you can't win a playoff series you're gonna wave to Embiid yeah get He's the fuck pat- out of here patting his own stats really that's Westbrook I mean I lo- look I like watching Westbrook play I'm not gonna complain about him from that standpoint but i agree with you i don't i don't see him winning anything you know you're right he can't really step back he can't pull like a a steph curry who's willing to let durant take over his town so that they can win championships because that's really what happened in in golden state you know i mean steph curry's no he's not the all-star i mean he's an all-star but he's not i don't think he's number one in that town anymore well i mean that's that's one of the big problems there and that's why no one knows what's going to happen with durant um, yeah, because maybe it isn't his team. It's still Curry's, but I mean, it's you know, I hate to be. It's easy to say someone won't win. I mean, your odds are in your favor if I say that <laughs> right. so many people won't win. But I guarantee that you know Harden and Westbrook will not be 
as their teams are constructed now with them being the leaders, maybe they'll get in 10 years, they'll be old veterans coming off the bench. Maybe they'll win a championship then. But the next five years as the leaders of the team, it's not going to happen. I get that the odds are in your favor, but I don't think it's to say over the rest of over the course of this person's career, they're never going to win. I don't think that that's, you know, I don't know what the odds are, right? But I mean, you're not making a wild. No, it's really the easiest bet in the world. I mean, yeah, no one's, I mean, it's so hard to win in general. No, I'm not, I'm not expressing myself the way I want to. Oh. What, what am, I'll cut all this bullshit out of me stammering around like a fucking moron uh, in, in <laughs> post-production here. Now, what I'm trying to say is I think, because I remember saying the same thing about Tony Romo back in the day. I said, this this team's never going to win with this guy. They, they're not. He's, yeah. he's just good enough to, to kind of get them to the playoffs, but he, he doesn't have it to move any further. And obviously that turned out to be correct. He's a great analyst. But I knew that he was never going to be um, that was a, a Super Bowl winning quarterback. That was great prediction on your part. I applaud <laughs> that. And Jason Garrett, the same thing. Yeah. Right? Of course. They're never going to win. And Romo lost his job to a quarterback that's not even as good as Romo. We're close. That's, that's correct. That's correct. Yeah, it's funny. I saw someone throwing some stats up about that they're comparing Dak to uh, Carson the other day and yeah. how how he has like 14 comeback victories Dak. <laughs> oh he doesn't oh gives a does shit he? Uh, that that could be yeah that could yeah, be he does i think one of the best parts potentially about carson wentz's contract is is that dallas feels obligated to give something similar to prescott which i'm all for it sign him long term keep him there yeah yeah please go go right ahead it's like keep keep jason garrett around Keep Dak Prescott. I don't know. Like when you look at how badly they got their asses beat by the the fucking Rams, who, by the way, the Eagles have beaten twice now. Yes. Right. You know, and under this under this Sean McVay regime. I mean. Right. Uh, you know, we're still talking about McVay. Uh, yeah, Dallas lost to that Rams team, and it looks like Gurley has arthritic knees. Yeah. And so. Yeah, I'm all for it. Now you can't leave Dak Prescott, Jason Garrett. That's right. Keep him in there. Keep him here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> just comparing them, I think this was in December. You got Prescott's record, his career record's 29 and 15. Wentz is 23 and 16. Completion percentage is a little bit better, 65%, 65.7% for Dak versus 63.6 for Wentz. TDs to interceptions is like 59 to 22 for Prescott, 67 to 28 for Wentz. So, I mean, their numbers are, it's, you can't look at their numbers, right? Because the game, you know, the, the games tell a, a different story, I guess, but they really are kind of neck and neck right now. If you're comparing what they've accomplished and really you'd probably say Prescott has a leg up on him because he's been into the playoffs. Perhaps. Deeper. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know if the numbers are telling the full story here. I, actually, I know they're not. It's not a full story yet. That's the problem. It's really tough to compare these two guys. They, they haven't had enough of a career yet. Wentz has been hampered by injuries. Honestly, I, I've never been a huge numbers guy. Like I never, you know, went to the box scores in the paper. And so like when you're rattling off numbers and yeah, they're close, but I mean, uh, to me, it's not even that. It's not that close. 
it's not even, it's I don't it's barely a discussion at this point. As yeah, far as I, well, I, well, I mean, I don't think Prescott's terrible. No, I mean, he's a better no. quarterback than than many others in the league. I I think he's in the top half of the league, right? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, he's probably yeah. He, I guess he's probably squarely fifteenth through twentieth overall. Yes, out of thirty two. Yeah. Okay. I. I, we'll, I don't, we'll, I don't maybe know. Maybe we'll, we'll we're going to dedicate some time to that. Not today. Because I do think – I think maybe he's better than 20th. I I, I got to think about the other quarterbacks that are out there. There's a lot of shit quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, along those lines, it's the hardest job in sports. So, I, yeah, let's get – I'll yes. give him a little – I'll give him a little credit for, for at least being 15th. Yeah, that's, that's – it's, it's a hard job. Yeah, I think 15th is – that's what I was thinking. Like when I say he's in the in the, in the the top half of the league, I, I was like, you know, I wasn't thinking – Fifth uh, through tenth, you know, he's he's definitely in the mid range there. But I give him that much credit, and I guess Wentz, where are you putting Wentz? Top ten? Um, uh, I God, I don't know. Um, I well, I'd have to. I better. I hope I am. But <laughs> I think he's top ten. I I'm not going to sit here and list him out. Um, yeah, I'm not, I would I would I'm guess he's about ninth or tenth. Yeah, I'm not prepared either. Well, how many but quarterbacks I, are you taking over him? You have Mahomes. Brady Breeze, um, Rogers, Ro- Rogers. Sorry, Rogers. Yeah, it's okay. Um, how about how about Matt Ryan? Mm-hmm. I don't. Me, I don't know. No. All right, Russ Wilson. Yes, Russ Wilson. There's five. Um, Houston. <clears throat> uh, what's his name? Yeah. All right, I'll give you that. Um, what is his name? Watson. 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 Yeah. Deshaun Watson, uh, there's six. Um, if you want to put Ryan, find seven. How about Foles? <laughs> uh, here hey, we go. man. Don't laugh. <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> All right. Let's Sopranos. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go on with this. No, I think what we're, you're going to see is you're going to find Wentz right around 10th. That's my guess. Right. If we keep, keep playing on with this. You know, you got to take Rivers ahead of him. Okay, Rivers. Good call. I can't think of any right. quarterbacks right now for some reason. Rivers. Yeah, you're really uh, struggling. Luck, luck, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, so now you already have Carson at tenth. Let's not play any further because we might be finding him like thirteenth, fourteenth if we keep doing this. <laughs> uh, yeah, if I drill down, I'm not putting, I'm not putting Matt Ryan ahead of him, or you know, even Luck. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. Hold on, question, question. Yeah, all you, right. you, you you wake up. Let me ask you a question. You wake up tomorrow. You wake up tomorrow. You find that you're the you're the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. It's it's Super Bowl Sunday. Yes. Your 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 two quarterbacks that you have are Wentz and Foles. Who are you starting? Wentz. Wow. What, what what's the other situation? It, it, is it a full season of Wentz? Are they both? Have they both played? 16 games healthily? Is that no. Right? Healthily? You have – all you know is the history that you know up to this point. That's all you know. Huh. It makes it a better question, but I still say Wentz. Wow. Not me. I go Foles, believe it or not. Wow. I go Foles. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but – I don't know. It means that I've seen one guy win and, and the other guy not win, and I'm going with the guy that I've seen win. And it's not like he won and it was a fluke. 
because I also watched him start, you know, start doing some damage this season too. This past season, I should say. Uh, you know, for I mean, some... my God, he was a he was an intercepted pass away from moving on to the to the next round. Yeah, and really doing some damage. The fucking Eagles could have won the Super Bowl. I think, I think, the limitations of Foles make it easier for the coordinators to game plan for him, and thus put him in better positions. It's funny that you think that. I mean, I feel like they game planned for him two seasons ago. They were game plan planning for him, I guess, this past season in the playoffs. Nobody really, nobody really stopped him. You know that interception that that was a fluke. It went through yeah. Alshon Jeffrey's hands. Like yeah. I don't, I don't see anyone. I don't see any instances or examples of someone stopping Foles. I mean. He literally just dismantled the Vikings, right? Yes. The, the Patri- now, the Patriots didn't have the defense that the Vikings had. So I, I wouldn't expect them. Except the only reason I would expect them to do better is because of Belichick and his mind. But they didn't have the talent to, to shut down Foles. They had too many options. And Foles was just not folding under pressure. Come on. Am I talking <laughs> you to starting Foles over, over Wentz yet or, or what? A little bit because... Uh, if you, as you know, Johnny, I went to that Super Bowl and you did? I had I was in the end zone, upper level, and there was a lot of times where the Eagles were heading um, end zone opposite of us, and I tell you, Foles, that 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 twenty yard um, pass route where you're along the sidelines and he drops it in just to the outside shoulder of the receiver. Like he did that three times. <laughs> I know. And it was fucking beautiful. And I was just watching it. Like I had the perfect angle. I was right on that right sideline, just like yeah. watching it down. And it was beautiful. And, and I don't know if Wentz can't or cannot do that, but goddamn Foles can. Foles can. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It, Wentz just hasn't, he, look, Wentz has shown us a lot of great things. Um, but Foles has shown it to us in the biggest of all games. Fuck. A few times. Yeah, yeah, all right. All right, maybe, you, you, I don't know. Jacksonville better better recognize what they have right now in that golden child that we call Nick Foles. They better. They better be buying his meals and drinks for him before the season even yeah. starts. I, I, I think, you know... Oh. I think Carson Wentz, in a way, is my my future Alabama sorority bride in the Corvette with me. Uh, <laughs> Maybe Wentz so. Is, Wentz is certainly what I'm dreaming for, uh, dreaming about. So, Foles is Melinda. <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> right. Solid, an MVP. You know. I, <laughs> yeah, she's been a great mother. I mean, look at the success story here. Yes. If, yeah, right. If Recent I'm, success. If I'm married to Nick Foles for the rest of my life, it's all good. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, everyone loves Melinda. Yes. Just like just like everyone loves Foles. Melinda has a huge no. So you know, I, I that's I don't know. I feel like so many uh, sports, uh, I guess, analysts, so many football analysts, I should say. They they jump to this. Well, obviously, you know, Wentz is better. Um, I, I get it, skill set wise. I I do get it, but 
I don't know, when you look at the whole package of what it takes to win, right? It's not just skill set. Clearly, Foles ha- has this mental switch that allows him to not get rattled. And, and to, Hold on, to, are you saying Carson Wentz gets rattled? I don't know. I, I know that he he's he's come undone before we've, our very eyes a, a few times. We've officially had 46 podcasts, and I never knew you were this in the bag for Foles the way it seems. What, right what, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Don't say that. Are you kidding me? I don't know. I, I don't know. You're Foles really will always like... be – what? I, I, I'm I, not I, saying that. I'm, I'm not saying I ever said that Foles is a better quarterback than Wentz. That's uh, that's not what I'm – that's not what I'm claiming. I've I've shown a love for Foles and a respect that I'll have for him for the rest of my life. I've expressed that. Um, no, I'm just saying you look at the, the, the small body of work between both guys – one of them has really shown a Tom Brady-like quality, whereas maybe the other one hasn't yet. That's fair. Yeah, you know, it's uh, honestly, it's a really <laughs> no shit. It's a really unique, interesting start to someone's career. Um, yeah, I mean, the circumstances are. It's beyond. I mean, I hate when people. My one of my biggest pet peeves in sports is. When you when you're interviewing the guy who just won a championship and he does the, if you would have told me six months ago, I'd be saying I hate that. Obviously, that's so stupid. You can't tell anybody where we'd be or where we'd be when they win. But the 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 confluence of events that won that championship and and then you factor <laughs> in the franchise quarterback on the sidelines and then he's coming back and then he's getting like it's a it's a it's a really kind of uh, now at this point. What's going to happen? It's it, God. It's, it's I can't wait. It's so fun. It's so interesting. Yeah, I'm excited. I am. I'm, I'm looking forward to this upcoming season. We obviously have high hopes for the Eagles. Um, there's nothing you know. like yeah. This situation. There's nothing like it. You can't point to anyone else. Oh, well, Steve Young sat on the side. No, this is like there's. It's so radically different. It is. I always feel like Philadelphia has the most unique situations. I don't know why. We always do when it comes to the Eagles. Always something going on. It's mm. different. And this is there's no story like this. You're right. With with the, the start of Wentz's career and the way it was interrupted with Foles, his backup, winning a Super Bowl in front of him. And 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 you know, just, just as easily as we can both say, or anyone could say, oh, Foles and Wentz will never win another Super Bowl. You know, and we could sound pretty dopey the way we love the Carson Wentz contract, you know, I mean, yeah, he could go down in flames or keep getting hurt, whatever the case. But, um, I don't know. I just, I feel much better about the situation than that. I do too. Um, ask me again in six months if Wentz goes down with an injury, a season-ending injury, how I feel about things. Um, got you know, God forbid that that would happen. I'm going to knock on wood. You know that ch- that'll certainly change our outlook a little bit. It will, and then when so when, when yeah when Foles is winning, you know that easy AFC South division. Or it's not, Foles e- actually, is nine it's and not two easy anymore. Really, that's a tough yeah. division. It is, but if Foles is like nine and two in November, um, <laughs> we'll probably be wondering, especially if yeah if, if like Wentz is out and we're looking who's the backup? Is it Nate Sudfeld still? I think so. And then some. Oh God. Not Arena League, but that other 
that other funny leg this year, I think, is the other quarterback. Uh, is he any I, good? Guess what? I want Nick Foles to be 9-2. I hope he is. Well, me, <clears throat> excuse me, me too. I want nothing but success for him. So, yeah, I would be happy with that. I'm just saying if that was happening at the same time as, like, Wentz is carted off the field with a fucking torn ACL. And, um, and again, it'll be it'll be another super unique situation. You know, it, usually it's uh, my backup. You know, the backup came in and then the starter gets healthy. And that's usually the only co- quarterback controversy. So this will be a quarterback controversy of uh, guys that aren't even the same team. I know the guy, the guy who should be playing got traded away to another conference uh, who should be backing you up. But, you know, I knew that the Eagles couldn't keep Nick Foles. It didn't make sense. And I, I honestly don't think he wanted to stay a backup, right? He wanted to go be a starter somewhere. Right. It wasn't fair to make him, keep him a backup now. No, it's just funny that he was going to retire before all of this. Again, again, this story is just, it's, it's, it's a dazzling story. It is. But move over, Kurt Warner, bagging groceries in Iowa. Oh yeah, fuck that story. That's so boring. Ugh, what a what a what an awful story that is. I like Nick Foles' story way better. He's a better Christian than Kurt Warner is. Hmm. <laughs> Who's the better Christian? Do you think? I don't know, man. That's a tough one. It uh, is because Warner is a good guy. I can't say he's not. Who's uh? Whose wife were you more attracted to? Because I um, certainly it, it would have to it would have to be Foles, right? I don't know. I, I kind of liked uh, whatever her fucking first thing was. Are you joking? Uh, no, I'm not. I, I like. She that looked kind like of... that Susan Powder stopped the insanity woman, <laughs> if I'm remembering correctly from the she, from the early '90s. She did. I didn't mind that short hair look. She did. She did grow it out at some point too. I think she's hot. Oh, I don't have a problem with short hair. Yeah, um, I don't. I think Foles' wife is better. But hey, let's see. This is you and I are very diametrically opposed uh, on this Foles situation. Why look, the wife? When I see a picture of Foles, I'm only looking at him. I don't even notice his wife. Well, That's I, I I understand, but you know, knowing what you know about the wives, I'm surprised that you're going with Susan Powder, but that's Jesus fine. Christ, we got an ass full of her, remember? I mean, every every other play, it was a picture of her in the stands. It was, and and a comment about the grocery bagging. Yes, and her blind son that, that Kurt loved. Yeah, right, he was, used to help him cross the street and yes. whatnot. Oh my God. Hey, great guy. I'm yes. not saying he's not. Yeah, we're not, of course. We're... He's, a, he's a great, great Christian man. Uh, but so is Foles. Listen, that uh, the Eagles un- got really religious, didn't they? Around that time. Hey, I'm all for it. Yeah, I, I know you converted for like a month or three weeks. I did. Or I, have, like I have not yet been back to church, but I'm still planning on it based on that Super Bowl victory. I know. I blamed last season on you because you, like a fucking heathen, you decided to not go back to church yeah. after like proclaiming your love for Jesus and all that, and and then uh, and then the Eagles go forth and and they lose to the Saints. I mean, in heartbreaking fashion. It's a valid point. I will accept some responsibility. Although, you know, in defense of me, God has <laughs> let me down on many, many coverable situations. Wait a second. He just gave you your daughter graduating and going to Alabama. Like, the, you know, you're going to be looking at four more years, four years of, of college football victories. If God didn't fuck me so badly with a lot of those games I bet on, I'd already have Alabama paid in full. 
I can't believe it. I'm sure that the Lord was giving you signs in other directions you weren't paying attention. <laughs> Had you gone to church, maybe. Uh, Just I would once. have been more open to what he was trying to tell me. All right. That's right. You would have been more enlightened. <laughs> Jeff. This is, this, is, this is our most religious uh, episode ever. Why are you betting against the Cowboys again? It's 1993. <laughs> they're, the, um, they're the best team in history. Just roll with it. Yeah, you really, you were on a bad streak there going against that team. Yeah. Well, look, it's a shame. Well, you yeah. made so much money on the Chiefs, probably for a while. What? When? Didn't you make a lot of money on the Chiefs last year? Oh, this year? Uh, uh, they didn't. They At didn't. least in the in the first half of the season, I thought that they were covering a lot of spreads. From they kind, they kind of were. They were they were covering some first half spreads, and then and then second half they were letting up a little bit with the big spreads. But yeah. Oh uh, well. Yes, I blame you. I blame you and your lack of uh, religious foundation. No, it's it's not that. It's the fact that you went you, you went ahead and said you were you were converting back to Christianity after so many years of just being you know an atheist, and then all right, and then you just you stopped. Uh, you know what? I, I'm not I'm not even joking. I agree with you. I will. I, this is what I vow. I will go okay. to confession by the end of the summer before preseason starts. All right. I'm going to go to confession and then just, you know, at least get my penance. And then I'll. We'll, yeah, that, that uh, should do it. Okay. That should do it. I have been. I, at least in my eyes. I haven't been to confession since high school, probably. I'm, I certainly never did it as an adult of any kind, I doubt. Not me neither. I don't, I don't go to confession. Um, you know, what are you going to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> so, so many gonna, so many of topics i'm gonna keep it light and uh <laughs> <laughs> i just try to move you know get through it a little you know two minute father warning. i father i was uh dropping my daughter off at uh college and uh ah. her roommate came running out ah, onto ah, the ah. lawn as i was carrying up her television and uh <laughs> i sprouted a uh a, a small boner uh father I will. Uh, I'll go before I drop her off at college. <laughs> yeah, well, you're gonna have a whole new list of stuff to right, talk yeah. about after after that first semester. Yeah. Oh, I'm there. <laughs> Chloe, you invite is you bringing any friends home for uh, Thanksgiving? Well, hold on. Cosmically, what if I'm married to a tridel in September? Right. What what that what that mean? Like everything's on the up. Whoops. I. We're going to have to start doing some more college football talk on Garden State of Mind. I know that because you'll be spending a lot of time down in Alabama. Very true. So I don't know. Who knows what the future holds? I'm excited for you. So many opportunities now. Yeah. Endless. <laughs> oh, poor Melinda. That's all I have to say. Who's standing up for her? Poor Chloe. <laughs> Maybe Melinda's going to uh, start dating Luke P. Uh, from uh, the Bachelorette, Luke P. I'm all caught up on my Bachelor right away. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. He's. I mean, it looks like he's going to be around for the long haul. Yeah, I can't believe. Oh, <coughs> excuse me. I was watching it. And I'm like, I lost the other Luke. He left up voluntarily. What a dick. And John Paul I Jones, know, dummy, then get a rose. I'm like, am I going to go 0 for three in one episode? <laughs> 
I didn't know you had both of those guys. So you had Luke. Uh, that's right. You had the Lukes. And yeah. then, so you had John Paul Jones also. Yes. I was bummed that he got, he got bounced. I like that dude. Yeah. And, but, uh, controversy this week that Jed had a girlfriend and definitely was just coming on for his career. Which is, I guarantee that's a hundred percent true. Yeah, and who cares? No, uh, I don't care. You know, everyone gets so I mean, excited. She about might something. care. Well, yeah, she wow. should care. I, I tell she you, man, cares. I still love her. I like the way she's handling them. When she's like pissed off with them, she fucking lets them know. Like uh, when they're acting like idiots, like just bickering. Well, um, and yeah, except she's coming out and scolding all of them. And I see, like, you know, what's his name? That dude, Tyler's not getting involved. Uh, Pete. Uh, a couple others. Like, some of them are just sitting there, like, doing nothing. And she's coming out and saying, y'all are pissing me off. Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I don't know. Just take take aside the guys that you know are being jerk-offs and address them. Why they all got to get scolded? Well, I don't know. I, I think that's her just overall vibe. But the point is, these guys, the ones that complain... Or talk to her about the guy everyone hates. They always look worse. They whoever, do. Whoever the dude was who was complaining about Luke, he looks worse than Luke at this point. Like, just shut the I fuck know. up, dude. Like that's this your- dumbass Luke P might be masterful. He really might be. How he survived not getting that one-on-one rose, and then another, and then a rose ceremony. Rose. It's amazing, really. It's unprecedented, Johnny. I I was so excited. Thinking that you were going to be done. There's no way you're going to win this season. Because uh, I was like, ah, oh, Luke, once Luke is gone, you know, you're, you're not going to win with the other two guys he had. I don't even yeah. know who else you had. But um, yeah, I was really, I was like, yes, he's finally gone. Except it would, it would be the downfall of the season if he was gone suddenly. Because he does add a lot of flavor into the, hey, into yeah. the mix. Who's, who do you have? I got Peter, the little uh, square-headed pilot guy. Uh, yeah, he's like pilot. a nice guy. Yeah, she likes yeah. that guy. Yeah, he threw her on the pool table. He got some yeah. right on top of the pool table. Um, but yeah, she, no, I don't. But it looks like her. Her the guys that she really likes are Luke, that guy Peter, Tyler, and then Mike, the she, the tall black guy. I like that guy. He seems like a, he's got good vibes. That guy. I think he's going to be the next Bachelor. Yeah, that, I could see that. Yeah, I like him. I like him too. He's um, a good dude. But I think it was interesting that someone said um, that when she, when oh when she had that, like that that one on one with Chris Harris Harris what's his name whatever his name is that was bullshit by the way that filler yeah nonsense. man that's right you're Bachelor Nation now you're pissed off at this shit yeah I didn't um, like that but she asked like the best kisser and she still said Luke P and we're we're watching an episode where this guy was like the thing is she likes this dude. I mean, I see this. I, I see this idiot coming a mile away. This big meathead who's a as a phony, you know. But yeah, she likes. He it. said he used to hook up a lot, and he's reformed now. <laughs> he used to bang a lot of chicks. That's basically what he said, and he stopped doing that. He's got a, a lot of game. I think he just with dumber girls. I agree. He's not taking his religion as seriously as I am. That's for sure. Well. It uh, looks like he's going to take his religion seriously soon. I don't know if you saw any of the previews, but he starts uh, lecturing her about premarital sex. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. It is. I can't wait. Um, yeah, it's amazing how excited I get about these episodes now. <laughs> it's kind of pathetic. But I will say, I think that this is 
this this scenario where they have all the dudes, I can't believe I'm saying this. It's more entertaining than when they have all these psycho chicks. Well, I don't know why. Listen, here's the thing. Like, you know, people make fun of us. Uh, you know, people call Howard Stern gay for talking about The Bachelor. You're yeah. you you've just started watching for real. It's a good show. I mean, you defend it. It's a good show. I mean, it's a good show. It's well produced. Uh, the only thing I I run into is some of the fakeness or like I know it's it's Disney trying to tell me a story. That's what they're doing. So I get it. They're 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 selecting you know the scenes that they want to show to paint a picture about everyone. Um, so I don't like the fact that it's so overproduced. You know, like there's really no I don't know. They just show what they want to show. I guess. Hey, well, that's I mean that's every reality show too. I mean that's true. Reality is. You know, we're all used to this genre now. This is not. Well, I don't like this idealizing, uh, you know, we have to sit down and tell each other stories about the painful parts of our lives. And that's what makes a good relationship. <laughs> like, that's bullshit. It's bullshit. Um, but I guess it's it maybe it's still more interesting than say, what's your fucking favorite color? Like, I guess I don't want to hear them talk about their favorite movies and shit either, because that's kind of boring. Like she, so I don't know. I want to know if you like macaroni and cheese or spaghetti. And that would have been a good question to ask you and I, because you like egg noodles and ketchup. That's right. I like rigatoni and gravy. Yeah, but I do go with, I go with a nice organic mac and cheese. Uh, I don't go with that craft shit. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, if we're going out of the box. If we're going out of the box, it's it's organic. Oh, um yeah, thank you very much. I don't, I you know, I'm with you. Yeah, it's it's a good show. Like I said, I have my beefs about it are they're they're small. You know, it's that overproduction bullshit yeah. and, and the fakeness of we're gonna sit down here and talk about our feelings. She got mad at Luke P for doing that. That's all that any of them do. Oh, I love you. So, I like you so much. Oh, you make me smile. You, I'm so happy when I'm with you. Like this is literally all that you hear out of these people's mouths. It's a uh, more foo. Yeah, it's <laughs> what is that? A Ring something. of Fire or something? No, that was. Uh, I know it was from Sopranos. Yeah, no, uh, Intense Love or something. Intense Love, yeah, that was with Gloria Trillo and uh, Tony. Yes, right. Yeah. Well, maybe Hannah will throw a fucking meatloaf at <laughs> Luke P's head to well, round off this season. That's right. Does he want a meatloaf thrown at his head or a pot roast? I want to. I don't. She know. wants to find out. I think he wants. Uh, Spam? Some beaver. That's what he wants. It's a beaver, yeah. He's going to get <laughs> way late after this. Well, there was – God, we watched um, that reunion show from that started the season. Like we hadn't watched it this whole time. And Melinda knew everybody. I, I really didn't know. I, I missed a lot of these seasons. I mean a lot of these seasons like were happening during football season. Oh, so, right. Like, Monday so you're night. Out. Yeah, I'm not watching this kind of stuff. So, But – there was like this guy on there and they show him clips of being just a complete jerk off. Like just, you know, all but saying, are you going to fuck me or not to these girls or something? And then they fast forward to present day and this guy's a bartender and he's, <laughs> he's still getting recognized and you know, he's still getting laid and yeah. like, like women, you got to get your shit together. Like don't fuck the obvious guy that's trying to get fucked. You know, he's all but wearing an Ed Hardy t-shirt and he's still getting laid. I like that's not well, all. You know, wait, it's that's all. You got to blame the women at this point for this kind of these kind of guys getting laid. Yeah, but wait a minute. Just like some guys haven't progressed past that meathead, you know, 
chasing skirt attitude of high school there are also some women who are still falling for that guy that does those same things that they found attractive in high school like i think it's just you you have your your segment of women that are like that you have your segment of men that are like that and they're the ones that are banging each other like i think your higher thinking women are looking for just a guy that they're attracted to to make them laugh that makes them happy blah 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 um maybe has career aspirations and goals you know, yeah, those women are out there. But, yeah, those guys, they're attracting these same girls that, that were attracted to them in high school. Yeah, agreed. Don't you think? I'm, yeah, I'm, that's who I'm blaming. Yeah, they're going to always get laid because there's always a segment of women that are going to be into guys like that. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jeff. They, they, they're not into you and me. The, <laughs> the higher thinking, you know, maybe a little less hair, <laughs> a little, little more paunchy. <laughs> On extreme diets. You know, funny, yes, funny, oh, of course. Hilarious. I could light up a room, you know, with with, with my with my funny jokes. Oh my but, god, are you kidding? Yeah. You know, maybe not as photogenic as others. <laughs> Some might say. Some might. <laughs> um, you know, we almost approached an hour here, and we haven't touched on um, Sopranos. Not one iota. Oh boy, what do we do? Um, it feels like maybe this is a, like that Sopranos hiatus week. <laughs> yeah, and then you, we're becoming the bachelor. Like we are, Sopranos, this is a filler episode. Sopranos nation is going to be so fucking pissed <laughs> that we didn't get to our recaps. Yeah. You're, they probably are. You're, you're Hannah and I'm, what's his name? Chris Matthews. This was our, you know, I'm interviewing you this week and <laughs> bearing our souls, bury your soul. Well, and then uh, we'll we'll come back with the real material next week. We had a we had a nice fresh Wentz Falls debate. No, no well, it was nice to before. talk Eagles. Well, it, I know. I, <laughs> well, maybe not this month. It hasn't been done. <laughs> it's groundbreaking in its own in its own way. It is the way we got to it. I think mm. is groundbreaking. Agreed. Let's say that. Yeah, you know what are you going to do? I think some weeks uh, you don't get to what you want to get to. I don't know. It happens. You know, well, we've been broadcasting a long time together. <laughs> so true. So true. Maybe, you know, listen, I, you know, the, I think the least we could do is a Sopranos recap, you know, in a couple of days. I think that's that's reasonable. That's fair. I mean, I would love to get back to if we can go Monday night. Uh, let's, that would be let's, fantastic. Let's, all right. Let's do that. Let's go Monday night. Straight Sopranos. Nothing else. Yeah. So are we doing? Uh, I f- actually forgot. I watched a bunch of episodes. Are we doing two and three? Two, just two and three. Okay, yeah. so I'm caught up already. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about that actually because obviously we have the introduction of Richie April. Which yeah, this is, is a it's a juicy episode. It we is. Can't, we it can't is. shoehorn episode in three. here. No, no, we can't. No, I don't want to. We'll leave it for Monday night. Um. So so what we'll do is. You know, I'll release this one this weekend, so it'll be out by tomorrow, Sunday, uh, the 23rd of June. And then, uh, yeah, we'll record again Monday night. We'll do Sopranos and hopefully get that up and running by Tuesday night. So I guess that's like the 25th of June. All right. So Sounds like a plan. I, I apologize for disappointing our Sopranos fans, but, you know, you got a recital you got to get to. Um, I'm sure I got some stuff I got to do around here. So yes. there's no way we can get into two episodes of Sopranos. No. We gave you a more foo, so a more foo, man. Enjoy that. 
You're you're hoping to find some more foo out down in Alabama in a couple months. <laughs> I know it. I, I'm not. Does I'm Melinda not, listen to this? <laughs> I'm not hoping to find Johnny. I'm just saying, who knows? What I don't know what could happen. Are I'm you not, leaving your options open? No, I'm just saying. I'm just living life, man. If it. If my real soulmate is there, I'm just gonna say uh-huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to consider it. That's all. That's all. Just, I think wow. it's a reasonable approach. Wow, this this is newsflash. A uh, late forties, uh, paunchy, <laughs> you know, traveling salesperson, uh, sales salesman, I should say, uh, is open to the idea of an eighteen year old uh, student hitting on him and possibly finding love. Just, wow. <laughs> This is how I'm going to win over to family. I'm going to bring my, you know, my my suitcase of, of tools, uh, <laughs> dump dump some dirt on the floor, and say, "Look at look what my vacuum can do." Would, this is how you're going to convince her dad that you're not a complete creep. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, <laughs> I uh, I do have some samples. I don't, I don't really. I'm I'm not interested in talking about what I actually do, but I do have like samples of things. And I was like, I was checking into my flight Southwest, and my suitcase yeah. was overweight. And um, oh. so I kind of was all right. So I'm like, I'm going to pull a few things out of it. And I pulled out this, um, I don't know. It's basically a hose. But this lady looked at it. She's like, Oh my god! I wasn't expecting that to come out. And then I'm like, And it's got, it's got. There's some metal on it. It's kind of. It could be really a weapon. And I saw. Yeah. I put it in my backpack. And she's like, Are you afraid about uh, what TSA is going to say about that? I said, No, nah, I don't care. And she was like laughing it up. Like she needed like a, a chuckle for me. And then, yeah. and then she's like, what if they take it? I said, eh, if they take it, I don't care. I'll just move on. It's no big deal. And then she kept laughing. And then I said, listen, I said, I don't know. TSA, they change their, their rules every day. I almost want to have a fight with them if they want to decide they want to take this today. <laughs> and then she kept all laughing. Dude, I was like killing. And then I said, yeah, I said, you know, it's on our best and brightest that are working for the TSA. And she's like, you sure got that right? And I was like, we had a real oh, moment. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, actually shit johnny that was my soulmate i was gonna say uh i feel like you missed it you missed out well maybe you'll date that woman's daughter down at alabama (laughs) i blew it and that's how you'll find your way to her oh Oh, the old mother oh all right we gotta end this (laughs) yeah let's not go any more down the path of jeff's fantasies (laughs) um all right so listen Everyone who's uh, listening, thank you so much. Uh, feel free to send us an email, gardenstateofmindcast at gmail.com. Uh, rate us. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening. Uh, we appreciate it. Jeff, uh, it's been fun, and uh, we will Always. talk again Monday night. Yeah, right? And uh, we'll be back on Sopranos, but I will leave you the final word as always. Johnny Cakes, can you do me a favor? Put a smile on your face. It's a god of the state of mind Two guys from Jersey with attitude all the time Football kids and movies about crime It's a god of the state of mind